Well, hi guys, welcome to the latest episode of this unbelievable life. I have one of my favorite people with me that I got to know and met in my Down syndrome world, going to all the conferences for all those years. And it is such my pleasure to get to be able to catch up with Stephanie Thompson. She is the director at the National Down Syndrome Adoption Network in Cincinnati. And when I say she's located in Cincinnati, um, they do these across the country. So these are for domestic adoptions um, and she can hook up anybody that wants information. And I just kind of wanted to get the state of things and, and see where we're at, especially in a post COVID world and, and see how this process works, what it looks like uh, for both sides of the families. And I'm just going to turn it over to her. Oh, hi. So nice to see you, Nikki. And yes, my name is Stephanie Thompson. I'm the director of the National Down Syndrome Adoption Network. We are a domestic adoption program. So we're not an agency, but we partner with agencies who have a special focus and an expertise in special needs adoption. So we work in all 50 states. And like Nikki said, um, I am based in Cincinnati, Ohio, because we are a program of the Down Syndrome Association of Greater Cincinnati. So because of that, yet yeah, we're in Cincinnati, but we will talk to anybody in any time zone, um, Pacific to Eastern. Um, and our biggest thing is counseling families who receive that prenatal or postnatal Down syndrome diagnosis. So that is our most important piece of work. So what happens is, is like in 2022, we received 70 calls from either expectant parents, new parents who just had a baby or agencies representing those families or, um, agencies representing kiddos in foster care. And we received 70 calls last year. And so we provide counseling, education, Down syndrome, parent counseling, connections to parent groups. And then um, what happens is, is after counseling with us, they'll either decide, um, most decide either to make the adoption or make this, make the choice of parenting or make the choice of adoption. And so close to half usually decide to parent after talking with us. And the reason being is when families call us, they are just in deep, deep grief. And that's deeper than when us parents get that diagnosis of Down syndrome like I did. So I have a son who's 31, going to be 31 here soon. And um, I received a post-birth diagnosis. And I was just in absolute shock, but I bonded quickly to him. And I was like, all right, buddy, my husband and I were like, we got this. We're going to parent you. We're going to celebrate you. You know, we grieve the diagnosis, um, but we're going to get through this. And so we did. But there are some families who are in a deep, deep grief and it feels like it's drowning them. So they reach out. And they want to just talk. And so the first thing that I do that I, it's very, very important is I say, okay, before we talk about adoption, we are going to talk about getting that diagnosis. So, you know, if you've, if you've ever been in a state of grief, you're really not listening to things on the outside. So, you know, you've just, you're in, everything's in your peripheral. It's all blurry and fuzzy because you're just focused on being in grief. So that's what I do is I counsel the families who contact us directly. And I say, okay, we're just going to sit and you're just going to get it all out. So that could take a few days that could take a few weeks. I've had families that I walk with them for months in the grief process. And then when they come out of that, they're a little more open than they're okay. Okay. I'm clear headed. Tell me what down syndrome is. 
So then we talk about the Down syndrome diagnosis. And that's very, very important to do because a lot of people have antiquated notions about Down syndrome. They were told things that the internet said to them that's not at all correct. <laughs> so I provide them with accurate, up-to-date information on Down syndrome. And then what we do, and, and we take our time in each process here, we're taking our time. And then what I do is say, okay, so we've gone through the grief process. We've gone through Down syndrome education. Let's talk about what it would look like to parent. So I let them know I'm a parent. I've been doing this for, you know, a couple of decades. Ask me anything. And I'm very honest with my answers. I'm very authentic. And I tell them about the parenting journey. And, but I also want to connect them with their local parent group. That's very important. I want to know what their local, you know, I want them to know what their local supports look like. So I introduce them to like the website if they're not ready to call, because a lot of families, if they're on the fence, they don't want to talk directly to parent groups yet, but they will get on the website or I will make a phone call to the parent group for them saying that there's a family that's just wants to know more information. And so they're seeing, okay, I do have support here if I were to make this parenting decision. And then what happens is they get that local support, you know, kind of indirectly. And then at that point, they're ready to make a decision. And so, like I said, close to half decide to parent. So then we celebrate, I say, congratulations. And then I um, get them a direct name and contact for their parent group. And then that the journey ends there with us and they, they'll go on parenting. And then I'll have families say, I, I, I appreciate the information and all the time spent. I needed to go through that process, but I still want to make an adoption plan. So we have a registry of families who are home study ready. It's an adoption term, meaning they're, they've been approved by their state, their county, their city, and a private agency to adopt a child with Down syndrome. And so at any given time, we usually have about 40 families who are on our registry. So I will connect the um, expectant or new family with an agency in their area, and they'll get that hands-on adoption counseling. So not really related to Down syndrome, but they'll get that hands-on adoption counseling. They'll go through that and the agency will circle back around to me. They'll tell me what the, um, the family is looking for in an adoptive family. And then what I do is I go into my registry, put in those parameters, and it kicks out a best fit of families to show to this um, newer expectant family. And then a family is chosen, a match is made, and then placement occurs after the baby is born. Um, that's really it in a nutshell, but it's extremely emotional. <laughs> and it's the hardest thing that a family is ever going to go through. It's um, very heavy. Um Adoption is a heartbreaking, heavy, hard journey. And so we we recognize that and we know that, but an adoption will happen. And then a beautiful relationship will occur after grieving has happened between the adoptive family and now what's called the birth family. Um, and a beautiful relationship will happen. But really in a nutshell, that's a main crux of what our work is. How do people, like, what are the steps if somebody is interested in adopting versus if somebody wants to get in touch with you because they, they have received this diagnosis prenatally or postnatally? 
It's a great question. So if someone has received this, um, you know, a diagnosis, a diagnosis prenatally, I'm really hoping that they were given um, information by their medical professional. So be it their OB or the genetic counselor. And I'm hoping that every family gets um, really informed of all of their options. Adoption is usually left out. And a lot of times it's because medical professionals have no idea that there's a registry of families who want to adopt. They just, they just have no idea. So it doesn't occur to them to say adoption is an option. And so we do have booklets that we created that are free of charge that we're trying to get to out to all the medical professionals who give that diagnosis to expectant families. And it talks about the option of adoption. So hopefully that they, they receive information that way. And I do know that if you Google down syndrome adoption, I think we're number one, which is great. So I have a lot of expectant parents and new parents who contact us by Googling down syndrome adoption. And then our website comes up and, um, you know, our contact information, we're very easy to get a hold of through our website. Um, and then if you want to, you know, if you're on the other side and you want to adopt a baby with Down syndrome, and that's another way that people find us is they Google Down syndrome adoption, they get to our website and we have a great website that has a webinar that I created. It's about an hour long that just takes a huge deep dive into the adopting or into the adoption world and how to adopt a child with Down syndrome. But the main thing, the most important thing is if you want to adopt a child with Down syndrome, you must have experience and be educated on Down syndrome. So I have a lot of families out there. It's getting, it's getting a more progressive as the years go on, but in the early, you know, cause I've been doing this for almost, um, I think 13 years, but in the early years it was, oh, I want to adopt a child with down syndrome because they're happy all the time and full of joy. And we know that that's not true. They, people with down syndrome are more like us than they are different. And they're not joyful all the time, just like we're not joyful all the time. So it's very important that families have um, an education of what Down syndrome is. And I'm talking deep as in going into the medical issues and the behavioral issues and issues related to speech and what it will look like um, being a parent of an adult with Down syndrome. So you get all of this, you know, this education and this experience can be done by joining your local parent group. I can't stress that enough. So if, if, you know, you make this decision, you're like, I really, I'm looking, I'm thinking about, even if you're like, I'm thinking about this, even if you're thinking about it, go ahead and join your local parent group. And if that means getting on the, um, just getting on the mailing list for right now. And then when you're like, you know what, we're going to pursue a home study, we're going to pursue adoption paperwork to do this. Then you say, okay, parent group, I want to volunteer. I want to be able to go to your workshops that other parents go to, if that's okay. I want to learn. I want to gain all the experience I can. Um, Cause that's vitally important. And it's different from just a typical adoption. If you want to adopt a baby with special needs or down syndrome, you must be educated and you must have experience in children with down syndrome. Um, what else do you want to share with our audience in terms of, of what this has, what impact this has had on you and just anything in general? Yeah, absolutely. And this has had an enormous impact on me and, you know, I really, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for my son, Christopher. So, and I just talked briefly about Chris, um, 
you know, I, let's see, my, my son will be, like I said, he'll be 31 and, um, he is the light of our life. Um, we have two boys, so we have Christopher and then we have Cody who is three years younger and, um, Cody does not have down syndrome, but Christopher was our first. And my husband and I were childhood sweethearts, got married very young, um, and three years later, along came Christopher. And so they, you know, I was shocked because like everybody else in the world, I had always heard that if you want to have, if you have a baby with down syndrome, it's because you're 40 years old. <laughs> I remember being told that, um, my whole life. And so here I am 21 and I'm like, this can't be possible. And so we know now, now that I'm educated about down syndrome, that that's not true. Um, there are more women under the age of 40 who have children with down syndrome. You just, your chances do increase as you age. So my chance, I believe is like one in 2,300 or something like that. Um, but it, but it happened. And like I said, it was an initial grief, um, shock, and we did grieve the loss of kind of what we were thinking was going to happen. And um, then, but we celebrated him. We loved him, you know, and we just thought immediately, whatever we need to do to give you the best life possible. So we went, you know, just went, jumped on the ground running. So we had Chris and I ended up a year later because he was such an easy baby. And um, my, my husband has a great job as a firefighter. So he has, you know, he'll work 24 hours and take two days off. And I thought, I'm going to get out of the house for a little bit. I'm going to get myself a job. So in 1993, I joined the Down Syndrome Association of Greater Cincinnati, um, just doing administrative work. And it just kind of went from there. I fell in love with the group and I was with it as it grew. And the next thing I know, I'm counseling new parents and then I'm helping with different programs and going to conferences and doing medical outreach. And then in 2010, I was asked by the executive director at the DSAGC if I would want to kind of do a refresh of the adoption program that they had had, which has been around the adoption program had been around since 1982 and it was, it's a beautiful, wonderful program. It was founded by Robin and David Steele. And what happened in 2010, there was nothing online about it. So we're like, let's put this online. Let's create a brochure. Let's create a booklet for medical professionals. And so 2010 was starting that we just breathed new life into the program. And then in about in 2015, I believe I became director and then we've just been, you know, riding the wave ever since of supporting families and supporting families on both sides who want to adopt a child with Down syndrome and then counseling those who received that diagnosis. So it's been an absolutely wonderful, beautiful ride. You're just doing such a phenomenal job and I find you to be so inspirational and I appreciate you taking the time to share your story and tell us about your unbelievable life. And if anybody has any questions about this, they're always welcome to re you reach out to me that I can put you in touch, uh, put them in touch with you, or they can, you know, Google you guys directly. But, um, you know, again, Down syndrome adoption is such a, a wonderful thing. And if people need the resources, I truly encourage them to reach out in either direction, because like I said, it is, it's an amazing thing. So I mean, thank you so much for being on this episode. And if anybody has any questions, y'all know where to find me. And again, thank you for sharing your unbelievable life. Thank you for having me on.